You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. I am Martina Cunha, and you're listening to Backstage Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. As usual with this season, I am fangirling, sweating a lot because today's guest is the one, the only, and the amazing Shireen Pimentel, who starred in the 2020 Broadway revival of West Side Story as Maria, where she was recognized for her outstanding performance as an Outer Critics Circle honoree best for Best Actress in a Musical. She was also last seen as Eva Perón in Evita in Art in Boston, if I recall right. Um, yeah. You were yeah, with yeah. a lot of people that we know, people that we've had in the past in the show, like uh, Cesar Samayoa, who was also in Come From Away, yes. Other Shireen credits include Rapunzel in the Into the Woods at the New York City Center, Guinevere in Camelot at the Mooney, and Young Nala in The Lion King on Broadway. So Shireen, oh my God, this is amazing to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? Of course. I'm good. I'm good. I just, I have my time off. I've been able to relax this month. So it's been great to kind of wind down before we go do Avita again. Oh, I love it. I love it. I know that this second run will be amazing. Um, I guess that by the time this episode is is aired you will already be in dc and working through the show probably um, yeah yeah um but i love it i love it as soon as i saw your pictures and like the other production photographs from evita i was like this it looks first as an incredible incredible production and second yeah. this cast like we've seen amazing people go through evita but these cast was incredible and amazing and I just love it um, but I want to go back to your beginnings in musical theater and why you chose musical theater and this road to, that took you to Broadway yeah well um, as a kid I think many of us are like full of energy and uh, our parents kind of trying to figure out what to do with us so my parents put me in dance class And at first I wanted to be a professional ballerina because um, I didn't know I could sing. No one in my family can sing um, or does any music at all. Um, so I really was on the dance track uh, when I was really young and I would always go to the ballet and maybe around the time I was six to eight, my parents started taking me to musicals and I saw a few And one of them in that like short span of time was the Lion King and they had young Nala. And I thought, I think I could do that. Um, as all kids think that they can do anything. <laughs> so I ended up auditioning for the show and booked the show like a year later. Um, and that really changed my mind of what I wanted to do. My mom says that she always knew I would do something in the arts mm -hmm. because it was the one thing that like, As a child, I understood the sacrifice that it took to pursue it without having anybody around me who's done it before. Um, and so she said once she saw that, she knew I would do something. And it ended up being singing. And I, I picked theater 
for many reasons. Um, watching people do it was inspiring and, and watching people take on stories and take on different lives and see how they portray life back to us was fascinating to me. And then once I was in The Lion King, being able to like now see behind the curtain and see the actors and see the life they live. And, and I wanted to be like them really, really badly. So um, those two things went hand in hand for me to end up doing theater. I love it. I love it. Do you remember your Broadway debut? Um, A little bit. I do. <laughs> but like, it's so different as a kid from being an adult. So I was just like excited. And I remember, um, our child wrangler, she like brought boxes of tissues to the parents for the debuts. Cause she knew that the parents would cry and it was like, it was really sweet, but that's all I remember was that like, it was exciting and I had like fun. Like it was so different than something like West side and opening that show. Yeah. Um, but it was still it was still great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's an it's another thing. It was just another casual day as a kid. <laughs> that yes, like <laughs> that's the wild thing when you're a kid, you don't really understand what you're doing. <laughs> so you're just like, I'm here and I'm gonna do this show. <laughs> I love that. And do you remember West Side opening night in 2020? I do. Um, it was a. Uh, whirlwind of a day we did the today show so I was up at like 4 a.m that day um to show up to get my hair and makeup done to then do the today show to leave drop some stuff off at the theater go get my nails done which took way longer than they should have because I wanted like the most intricate design obviously so it took me three hours which changed my entire schedule and I needed to get my, like the outfit that I wore that morning, I needed to get it to the stylist. So I was like in an Uber, like racing back to the theater, get that done. I had some other appointments, come back. We did the legacy robe, which was incredible. We took a million pictures, obviously. Um, and then we did the show and it, it was thrilling to do the show. And at the end of it, I remember, I thought by the end I would be like, sobbing crying and I was like okay I've kept it together you're doing such a good job <laughs> and then Jasenia looked at me and I was like no I'm not and I started crying and it was it was great and and then we got ready for the party which because it rained on us I would always have to take a shower at the end of the show because the rain has chemicals for cleanliness and all that stuff um so I there was no like half my hair is done or half my makeup is done. No, no. I had to go back, take a full shower and start my hair and makeup from scratch, which took a long time. So I had to know when other people in the building had left so that I was not like two hours late for the party. Um, and then I finally was able to go and, and one of my favorite photos that was taken down on the stage Jenny Anderson was around and she was like taking pictures of everyone. She was like twirl in the dress. And I love the photo that was captured from that. Um, and then we got in a car, we ran to the party 
Um, I ran upstairs, took a whole bunch of photos. And, and then after that, it was just kind of like a whirlwind of like party, meeting new people, taking pictures, talking, all of that stuff and hanging out with my cast. And, and, you know, we had been in previews for two and a half months. So it really was the culmination of, of a lot of hard work and a lot of love. Um, so yeah, I, it, it's definitely a fond memory. I love it. I love it. How has your heritage impacted your artistry? Yeah, it's really impacted my artistry. So I'm, I'm Afro-Latina and my whole life, I think it's been talking about like one or the other, even though like it truly is a solid half and half and you like put it together to make one person. Um, and so to start my career in The Lion King, which is... A, a cast of, of black people and I am a black woman. And then to restart my career 10 years later in Westside as a Puerto Rican woman that like I also am um, was thrilling. And also I loved for myself, for my own heart um, to have both sides represented like right at the top of my career. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's influenced, I think, how I look at the world, obviously, because how I go through the world is different than other people. Um, it's influenced how I look at other art. So when I was younger, I saw In the Heights. And for me, that was like such a big moment. I saw it so many times, honestly, because I was so in love with the show, because I felt that like it was the first time that I saw a Hispanic story that I like related to and every single person is different and every single person came from somewhere else. And I was like, this is so beautiful. Um, so I, for me, I take the part of like, when I was a kid, I saw the Lion King and I saw myself and then I saw myself in, in the Heights and I put them together and like walk through my career with that and with that kind of like memory and now that I move forward um getting the the immense opportunity and honestly honor to play Eva Peron um in Evita is is a big undertaking as a show but also as like myself um I'm not oblivious I do not look like Eva Peron um and I think that that's okay um, because I think that there, there is a place for us to like have people look like the character in factual and in reality. Yeah. Um, and then there's a space to have people who have like the Latin experience or have specific kinds of experiences that can relate to it. But then at the same time, within the society we live in now in America, have other conversations. Um, and so being able to play this character, um, the, the things, the things that I've seen of like comments of people being like, she's not Hispanic. And I'm like, I am. It's very easy to look at a photo of my, of, of me and decide who I am and, yes. and, and what background I come from. Um, and, and then when that point is made, people say, well, she doesn't look like her. And that's true. But like, in America, let's talk about like colorism. Let's talk about these things. Because it's also a fact all over the world. Yeah. 
and when they're ready to have that conversation, I absolutely believe that it needs to to come to light, but like, let's have it now. Um, so I kind of, I, that also influences my, my, um, artistry and my experience again, even playing Maria, I being the first Afro Latina to play it. Um, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of first. Um, I, I like that. doing them because um, I really, really like knocking down the door because um, I think it's ridiculous that there is a door in the way. <laughs> um, and, you but, know, yeah. it, it's so it's so powerful. And for me, it was so powerful to see you in the white dress, in the production of Evita and being like, wow, because this is not how Evita is usually portrayed. But no. it, As you just said, you're opening the conversation to be like, you know what? We come in all different shades, in all different body types, in everything. And I am also on like your your boat of if we have the Latin experience in common, we can relate at some point to any type of character. Um, so that's why I loved, and I love that Sammy Cannell, the director for this production of Evita, um, and like the casting team and the whole creative team took this stance, this very like well-stated stance of we are going to do this a little bit different because this also has an impact in the upcoming generations. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. and there's like, There's such a legacy of Evita already. There are such iconic and amazing women who put their mark on this piece, put their mark on this role, who I want to fully honor as I do the show. Yeah. And then because art isn't like we have museums for paintings they're beautiful I love going to museums but like theater is not a museum it is in my mind a living and breathing thing that we take with us and we like learn from those pieces from history um so being able to honor that legacy and then take it the step forward of like who I am and what I'm able to bring and what we've learned Um, in, in just time and in life, I think is exciting to talk about. And um, it, all of Evita is always talking about how like people shunned Eva and told her that she didn't fit and she didn't fit and she didn't fit. And like just that premise alone, like taking away the history. Yes, we need to talk about the history, but looking at some of the ideas that come out of something like that, um, has been so much of my own career of people telling me like, yes, you can go here and no, you can't go here and where I can go. Even if I, even if I fit there. Right. So like she was the first lady and people were still like, no, we don't like the aristocrats were still like, we don't like you. You can't go here. Like you're not allowed. Um, and I think that ideal and, and that concept is something that, um, I've been able to relate to and, and have been able to, I think, work, work out through the show. So stuff like that is just interesting to, to dabble in. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because um, it's also, yes, it was a real person, but it's also, there is a lot of talent out there that can, can portray these type of characters. Like, yes, we had Madonna in the movie or we had, um, Patty Lapone, or recently we also had Gabriela Enriquez, uh, which also played Evita, but we also have you. And the four of you are so different yeah. physically, but yeah. they can do this character 
because of your talent. And I just love that. I absolutely love that. Um, yeah. I want to know, what is the best thing about being a Latin artist for you? I think it's the community, which I think is the best thing about just like Latin culture in general. Like, I I also say I got the best of both worlds, like the black community, the Latin community, like so rich, so beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so the Latin community in theater is so, I think, family oriented, which is the same thing with within our culture. Um, so I love that in in an industry that can be difficult and and in a city that can be hard, you have people that you're able to lean on and people that you're able to kind of share an experience with. Um, no matter where anyone comes from, you're able to band together. And it just always feels like home when you go to go, go into those casts and go into those shows. And um, I, I love that feeling. That's that's probably the best for me. Also, we have such great music. Ah, so many wonderful, wonderful composers who are coming up. Right, I just um, did the Lincoln Center concert with Jaime Lozano. Yes, and like his music is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and so to be able to perform music written by for him by by a Mexican man, it's like ah, oh, and it's it's his it's. it's stunning it's stunning um so it's stuff like that just being able to like have that music have the community have them go together yeah i love that and one of my last questions for you is who yeah. is your biggest latin inspiration and as you said yeah. that you have the best of both worlds yeah you can also include a, a black inspiration over there yeah um well latin inspiration for me is mandy gonzalez um as i said i saw in the heights and it like spoke to every part of me um and nina was like a big big character for me um i'm sure no one would be surprised that like i'm an overachiever <laughs> So the the watching and I was young at the time, but watching this person portray this character of someone who really strived their hardest, always went for the the top of the top, and always um, tried to make something of themselves. Um, and then seeing somebody who like that happened to and they were failing and they were or feeling like they were failing and not knowing what to do was so inspiring. Um, I just saw the Barbie movie for the second time. Love it. Um, but in that, America for like talks about like, why can't we be ordinary? Like, why can't, why does everything have to be extraordinary? Why do I have to do all these things and I have to balance everything and do all this? And within In the Heights, like you watch a character who tried to go for all these things and you should strive for your dreams. But if something doesn't work out, that's okay. And like that really, I think, helped me as a, a young artist to understand that like, you're gonna fall down and it's not all gonna work the way you want it to. And that's okay. And so having her play that role, like it, it just like, 
it was big for me. Um, and then a black artist, every, everyone knows this. Everyone knows this one. Audra McDonald. Love my life. Love her. Um, yeah. I don't know her, but oh, she's amazing. Um, when I was young, my mom took me to one of her concerts and I sat in the audience and I cried and I laughed and I had the most wonderful time. And I left the concert and I looked at my mom and I said, that's what I want to do. That right there. This woman took me on a journey. Uh, we're not even in a show. Like she's singing the music that she had put together for her album that at that time. And like, I was so inspired by how she captivated an entire audience and how she told stories that were real, like so real to, to the human experience. And I thought I, that like, I have accomplished something if that's what I've done. Um, and on top of that, she has like probably one of the best voices I've like ever heard in my life. Um, so for me, it's, it's those two women. If I could, if I could be half of what either of them are, um, or both of them are, if I could put them together, <laughs> um, and be half of that, I, I, I truly be honored. Um, cause as, as I grew up learning theater and as I grew up, um, appreciating it and admiring these people, um, that that's what inspired me to keep going. I love that. Last question. What are yeah. your top five favorite musical theater shows? Yes. Um, the Lion King for nostalgia. Rent. When I was a kid, that movie came out and I was obsessed with it. Um, and then my parents did take me to the Broadway show before it closed on Broadway. Yes. Um, they also said that all the adults stared at me because I was the only kid in there. But my parents still took me because I wanted to go so bad. Love it. Um, and they're very big on like, you know, it has some ideas in there. She won't fully understand them, but one day she will. But she likes theater. We're going to take her. Um, so that's number two for sure. Um, third would be my favorite Sondheim uh, is Into the Woods, um, which I was really excited to do that with Heather Headley. She's incredible. Um, and my last two okay there's 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 too many there's too many shows to pick from but I'm gonna go with probably my favorite Andrew Lloyd Webber um is actually Phantom I love Evita don't get me wrong Evita's gorgeous <laughs> please and someone's gonna come out and be like she doesn't like Evita I love Evita okay but Phantom I so I I did get my degree in vocal performance but I'm not the biggest opera fan mm-hmm um and when I went to Phantom I was like I'm not gonna like this show like it's gonna be so annoying and she's they were gonna sing opera and like ugh. um because like I it's just not my jam um I can appreciate it for its art but mm -hmm. uh, not for me to do and I went and saw it and I cried and I was like that's so amazing <laughs> so I definitely have to put that in the that hat in the ring um and then I'll close it out with probably Ragtime. Um, it's incredible. Ragtime's incredible. It's it's um, it's one of those albums that you don't want to skip anything. Yeah. And 
what they did so beautifully is tell so many stories in one show and it all fits and you care about every story and every subplot line and every everything to make this and it, I think that's hard in a musical I think it's easier in a movie sometimes to do you know you do what a is love actually one of those where you like tell all these plot lines yeah, and then yeah. you get it and it all works. Ragtime did it as a musical and it was like, that worked. And it sounds beautiful. And also Audra did it. So like, come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Shireen, thank you so much for being here. This has been a dream come true having you on Backstage Talk. Thank you so much. And we cannot wait to see you continue to shine. Thank you for being here. Of course, thank you. Thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.